Okay, welcome to my first episode, my first ever podcast, everyone. My name is Messiah Smith, and I will be breaking now some things that I find very interesting about the NFL and other things as well as that. But the topic I want to get on tonight is franchises. Every franchise starts well with the, G- with the owner. Then there's a general manager. Well, the manager, the general manager, then the head coach, assistant head coach, and to the players. But I want to go inside. Now, there are franchises that have been really successful in the past and possibly or not, not successful in the present. In the past, there were so many franchises that were successful going to the playoffs almost every year and chasing after the Super Bowl. That's what they're doing. NFL-wise, every team is chasing after the Super Bowl, but not necessarily that they don't have the right GMs or assistants. It's just the franchise needs to help out and provide the weapons that the team needs. And if you don't have a weapon, you don't have players who can make plays or actually know what they're doing, then you're not going to win the football game, games. It doesn't matter. So I want the Cleveland Browns are really very interesting franchise because back when Jim Brown was the best running back that ever in the eye can see, he he carried the Browns, him and most of his teammates. They carried them to championships, NFL championships, when they had NFL championships. And they were very consistent. And that traveled on into, like, the, that traveled on to the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. The Browns kept going to the playoffs. But they weren't winning any championships anymore. They, they couldn't get to the big game. They couldn't get over that hump. If they would have got over that hump, then I wouldn't be talking about it right now. The Browns are one of the many franchises out of the 32 teams in the NFL without a Super Bowl title or an AFC championship. Now, back to what I was saying previously on how they have affected it. It's mainly because of their drafts in previous years. Now, these years, like, not previous years, in past years before, how they affected drafting quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. Now, understand that you're desperate for a QB. And a good Q, and a good QB at that. So, what I would think to do, if I were them... Well, they already have a good QB, so this wouldn't be as much as help. But to a franchise that is going through that, possibly what they have gone through in the past with their quarterback troubles, other than trying to find a quarterback and bring them along, take one of the quarterbacks in your franchise and try to help them out. Put them on the learning curve, trying to help them get more experience Put them on the practice field with one of your wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, whatever. 
just go out there and have a ball with them. Practice. Practice sun up until sundown, like high school. Understand this is the NFL. It's more complex than that. And, like, nobody cares about that much practice. Just come to team practice. But at the same time, you have to put the work in to have success in this league. You've seen Tom Brady do it. You've seen Randy Moss do it. You've seen players who have put the work in and practice. And now look at them. Tom Brady is a champion. Randy Moss, not so much. But he has won many accolades. And he is one of the best one of the best wide receivers in the Hall of Fame and throughout NFL history. With that, how your franchise works and how your team works is through having a very great quarterback and other things on the team. The defense is a very a very very need. You need a good defense or you're not going to win the game because they can run the same time. They can play the same play 40 times. And it's how is your defense going to react to that play? Are they just going to let it happen or are they going to stop it? You need a good defense to stop that play. Stop the continuous play. And you also need a good offense, a good special teams. If you have a good team, then you should be all right. You should be in the winning column of the NFL, I'm not saying that you go to the playoffs necessarily, but I'm saying that you're winning games instead of losing games all the time and having 0-16 records. Not something that I'm nagging on them about. It's just that if you have the right skill on your team and the right people and the people who want to be there and the people who practice, then you will get more out of your team other than having less in your team and that goes to show how you can very how you can really work inside of it now with them they have Baker Mayfield the two their first round pick for from 28 um, sorry from 2018 that pick was very essential they really needed a quarterback after RG3 leaving RG3 wasn't that much of a help to them and like they got Tyrod Taylor out of the trade with Buffalo and many other quarterbacks but Kyle, um not Kyle Murray I'm sorry Baker Mayfield he was the Heisman he won all the accolades and stuff like that to, to be the best quarterback in college football and the best player that's how the Heisman works but back to what I was saying they think and they know that they have a quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, yes, his first two years was a slap. But now he is one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. And, yes, I said it. He's the one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Because he led a team to the playoffs after 18 years of 18-year playoff drought. Remember the Browns were 0 and 16 back in 2017. That was very bad. The worst team in the NFL. That's how they got that number one pick. And when they when they knew, they knew that they had their guy in Baker Mayfield. So that's why they picked him. That's why they got him off the board. And that's why the Browns had so much success this year. 
That's how they got into playoffs. That's how they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they should have they should have won against the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't understand how whatever the heck happened on that field happened. But they should have won. In my heart, I think they should have won. That's just me. Now, back to what I was saying. The Browns, they have a really good shot at Super Bowl contention. Very, very hot right now. They're one of the they're one of the I say about eight teams right now have the most chance of winning the Super Bowl. And of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs, mainly because the Kansas City Chiefs went to the Super Bowl two times in a row last year and the year previous. To and Tom Brady, and they're bringing in more people, and he just won the Super Bowl with Tampa. So that's one thing. And Lamar Jackson, the Bills, uh, I like to say the Green Bay Packers if Aaron Rodgers stays. And hmm, the Dolphins. Why I say the Dolphins is because. Wait, let me get into the Dolphins. I have not gotten to them. Oh my goodness, bro. The Dolphins. I love what they did within the draft. They got what they needed. They got who they needed. They got everything, basically. Tua needed. Tua needs weapons. And Tua needs the offensive line. If he doesn't have that, if he doesn't have a weapon, then he's stranded out there running out of the pocket. And he's not used to that. The, the offense that he had at Alabama had a good offensive line. And they had good a good wide receiver core. Where he could just sling it in the air and it would be a touchdown. Now, last year, Tua didn't play that much. But when he did get in, he made plays. We saw that. And that was really good for the Dolphins. They actually had a winning season. If the if the Colts would have lost, they would have been in playoffs playing the Bills again. But with the exception of Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick leaving the Dolphins, Tua has to step into the starting role. Now with that, I don't think he's, I don't, I know he's ready. I don't think he's scared at all. He's been in the starting role before. He's taken the starting role before. He's used to it, and he shines like a star. This is what he's built for. This man has done it. And he won it two times. Man, Tua Tagovailoa is the best quarterback choice for the Dolphins. Now, he didn't have a good wide receiver court. I'm not bugging on Devontae Parker, but he didn't have a 1,000-yard season last year, did he? He didn't have all the catches, all the yards, and all the stats that I'm listing. He didn't have that much. Mm. Mike Gesicki was the best receiving, best receiver for Tua. And he's a tight end. So, I love what they did with drafting Jalen Waddle. Now, in the draft profile, everybody thought that Tua... Jalen and Najee were going to be all together again. But it's mysterious ways and stuff like that change. Jalen Phillips. Now, 
I think this pick is very essential. I think they really did need to personnel on defense. They they really need to address that defense. So, because defense wins games. And without a defense, you lose the game. Because you need a defense to stop the opposing offense. So, taking Jalen Phillips is, um, is one way to go in the right direction for the Dolphins so they can have a winning, successful season. They had a winning season. Now they need to have a successful winning season. That's all they need. And they're going to be in playoffs again. I mean, I don't know when's the last time they went to playoffs. Probably when Brian Tannehill and Adam Gates were the, co- were the quarterback and head coach. But they need to get back there. That playoff drought is starting to start. Is starting to start. And it needs to stop. So what I think they should what I think they should do is take some time with Tua. Make sure Tua is okay. Make sure his hip, make sure his arm, make sure his shoulder, his elbow, whatever, he's okay. Make sure you keep him because he is a little bit injury prone. I'm not going to lie about that. And I'm not meaning this in any disrespectful form or fashion. It's just that he gets injured very easily. And they need a very good offensive line to protect him. And I really think they should have took offensive linemen. Not saying anything bad about Jalen Phillips. But I understand that you need to take I know I understand that you need to take the defense in consideration. That's that's very valuable. I like how they did that, but at the same time you need to think about your young quarterback. He's very he's very injury prone. Doesn't have that much good of the offensive supporting cast in the O-line. So, get him an O-lineman. Get him some O-linemans in the fewer rounds, too. And then get your D-end or your defensive player or whom or whoever you want to pick. That's what I think they should have done. And that's what I think. And with the Jalen Waddle pick, couldn't be any better. And if it could be better, then they should have took Jamar Chase. It's like Jamar Chase. If they were so worried, just took Jamar Chase. So, yeah. Dolphins, they did a really good job. I give them B minus. B minus mainly because of that offensive line comment I had. Now to the Falcons. The Falcons, oh my goodness. The Falcons, home team for me. I live in Georgia. As you don't know that, I just told you. So, um, it has been rough ever since that 28-3. to Yeah. Now it's 35-28, to as we all know. After that all happened, it all just went down for the Falcons. They did not they haven't made the playoffs ever since twenty seventeen. It's been four years. And mainly because of the trades and mainly because of people leaving and mainly cut because of Matt Ryan le- like having his offensive coordinator leave for another team and he doesn't have the same offensive scheme in order to win the games. So, 
He's hopeless out there. He has Julio Jones. Yes, he has Calvin Ridley. He has Todd Gurley and all the other and all the other people helping him out. And now he has Kyle Pitts, which is a good pick. I like that pick. That pick is essential. Julio might be leaving. Nobody knows. And if he did, they have their backup plan in Kyle Pitts. Instead of throwing it to Julio, and if Julio is staying, instead of throwing it to Julio 50 times a game, you could throw it, you could half the time by, instead of throwing it to Julio 50 times a game, half the time, and get Kyle Pitts a shot. He's one of the best tight ends that I've ever seen in college football, and I feel like this man is going to take off the ball and run with it, because he has very good skill. Like I think he's a first battle Hall of Famer. He could be. He's got to work at it. He'll be there. Now, what the Falcons need to address now is the offensive line, and they did that in later rounds. But at the same time, y'all need to take them in early rounds as well. It's so much stuff that Matt Ryan. Like he just steps back in the pocket. Doesn't even have time. And they clobber him. This man is 38 years old. And if he's not 38, I'm sorry. He probably is 36. And if he... Man. Matt Ryan. He really needs a supporting offensive line. Some, uh, some people... To protect him. People to protect him. Help him out. Wait, what am I talking about? Matt Ryan is 35. Dang, I'm sorry. But at the same time, Matt Ryan needs um, more than just a tight end. More than just somebody that can help him in the passing game. He needs somebody who can help him in the... Um, help lock because he's just been clobbered every Sunday, every Monday, and every Thursday whether it's night or day. He's getting tortured because the Atlanta Falcons are not making the right decisions. Free agency was full full of stuff not stuff, I'm sorry full of football players who are the talent of talent? Who are amazing? The free agency was bomb. But the Atlanta Falcons were silent. Do you not know what your quarterback goes through every single day when you step out on that field against the opposing team? He literally just gets hurt out there. He has no time in the pocket to just step back and sling it. So what I think that they should have done was just get a, just do the smart thing and get an old lineman. They should have got Penesul. I would have been like, they didn't take, understand that you're trying to fill in the shoes of Julio. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but at the same time, Y'all need to protect your quarterback. Your quarterback is essential. He is the maker maker. He'll make your team into the best team. So your team can just flourish.
And so you could take off basically just you guys just sold the bag for Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan is going to get sacked as many times as I I know he's going to get sacked there's no way and there's no way that that man does not get sacked as much I bet he gets sacked sacked two times more than what he did and if that does happen that is very bad because he's a 35 year old quarterback MVP at that he was the MVP at one point if somebody forgot that he was the MVP so, do yourself a favor. Help your quarterback out. Make sure that he has the tools, the weapons to succeed. Because the ATL is not going to the, P- the P-L-A-Y-O-F-F-S in four years. So, to my understanding, they should be off in alignment. As well as everything else. So. Okay. I'm going to wrap up this session. I hope you guys like it. If not. I'm sorry. Good night. God bless you. Have a good night. Drink your water. Stay healthy. Call your parents. Tell you. Tell them you love them. All right. I'm out. I'll be here tomorrow. Peace.